looking for the word? Yes, sir. All right. So lift one hand together. Let's say Jesus, our Father. Our Father. In the name of our Son, Jesus. In the name of our Son, Jesus. We receive, we receive revelation, revelation found in Christ alone. We say there is no confusion. There is no distraction in this atmosphere. Everyone can build you as we see ourselves in you. We are edified as your name alone is glorified. Amen. Amen. All right. Third John verse two. We are finishing our series on healing. We've been we've been on this for the past three weeks now. One of one of put a cap. We never can really, there's really never an end to the study of God's word because we are still going to have more discoveries later. Next year we're going to look at this, probably even towards the ending of the year again, we're still going to look at more things. But we just put a cap here somewhere. Third John verse 2, John verse 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. So, and I told you, and if you read from verse 1, it says, The held are unto the world beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. So, I told you, I said, this prayer was a prayer for Gaius. It was a prayer that was prayed for Gaius, just the same way Paul would pray the Pauline prayer. The Pauline prayer will be in Ephesians 1, verse 16 to 22, where it says, uh, that your eyes of understanding, it says, uh, I, I, I cease not to pray for you, that your eyes of understanding will be enlightened, that you will know the hope of his calling, the reason of his grace, the reason of his glory in the earth of the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards what who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrote in Christ when, when he rose Jesus from the dead, far above all principalities of power, mind, dominion, and everything that is named, not only in this world, but in that which is to come, and he has put all things under his feet to him that filleth the body, that, that filleth all in all. <laughs> Praise God. That's a vicious one. You see another prayer in Philippians 1 verse 9 to 11. Colossians 1 verse 9 to 11. Philemon 1 verse 4 to 6. Um, you see the Pauline prayers there. And this this Johnline prayer where Paul was, where John, not Paul now, was praying for Gaius. And I explained to you, I said, it says, I wish above and I said that word wish above can be I pray above, desire, I pray above. It says that you may be prosperous, you may prosper and be in health. That word health is the same word healing, that your whole body is in sound condition. God wants your whole body to be in sound condition. You need to look for the word. And pray in that direction. That is, and one thing you must do is that you must need to, you must look for God's word and pray in that direction in such a way that we have already seen now that we can actually pray for our healing. So if you are having any medical condition or any problem in your body, you already know a prayer to pray from the scriptures. And that is to let you know that God wants you whole. God wants you whole. God wants you whole. And we've explained over time that jesus is an healing jesus say jesus, jesus. is an healing jesus Athen, verse Athen. look at let's go to Athen. Athen verse 38 Athen verse 38 we've seen the scriptures over time Athen verse 38 he says how god anointed jesus of nazareth 
with the Holy Ghost and power, who went above, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So there is an undeniable aspect of Jesus' ministry, how that he anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. That was an undeniable aspect of Jesus' ministry. So, he was anointed and he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So, he was anointed of the Holy Ghost and goes about with power. So, when you study the four Gospels, four Gospels we mean Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. When you study the four Gospels, you will see Jesus as an healing Jesus. If someone sinned and seek the first, so if, if someone sinned, the first thing he do is just to minister to the sick. But a lot of us today, maybe because you do something wrong, you feel like God cannot heal you. A lot of us have seen conscious mindset. We just feel like, oh, because of the bad thing I did yesterday, maybe that's why this problem is in my body. No, God doesn't think that way. Are you getting what I'm saying? He wants you to be well. He wants you whole. So the first thing we do when whatever, if you see somebody, maybe you go for an outreach or something, even before you, even before you say, have you believed in the gospel or something? If you see the person sick, just say, in the name of Jesus, I want to minister to you. Right now, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, sickness is not of God. Just the same way sin is not of God. Like, I told, like I've always told you in this church, I said, wrong thinking will produce wrong believing. So if you think that sickness comes because of the sin you committed or because of the wrongdoing you did, that that is why sickness comes, you're going to believe, you're just believing wrongly. Because that is not why it's happening. Sickness is simply not of God. Sickness is of the devil. So you must learn to renew your mind. Oh Lord, and Sister Jerry was exhorting us before she led us in prayer that she was telling us that what you learned yesterday cannot suffice for you today. You must learn to have an habit of constantly feeding on God's word. Have an habit of constantly feeding on God's word. You must have an habit of constantly feeding on God's word. Fill your mind with the word of God every day. Joshua 1 verse 8, and this, book shall, and this book of the Lord shall not depart out of the mouth, but thou shalt meditate on it day and night, that thou mayest prosper. You know, you must meditate day and night. I told you, I think two weeks, um, one of the sections we had in this healing, healing service, and I told you, I said, you must learn to take the word of God like a medicine, right? I remember if you were there in that service. You must learn to take the word of God like a medicine, like a medicine, like something you feed on every day, like a dosage in the morning, a dosage in the afternoon, a dosage in the evening. You must learn to feed on God's word every day because you have to be full on the word. If you stop feeding on the word, something else will fill your mind. We're studying a series on walking in, the, walking in the Spirit, and we're saying that a lot of believers are catching the bug of the world. 
If you stop feeding on the word, you are going to be feeding on something else. You're going to be feeding on TikTok. You're going to be feeding on Twitter. You're going to be feeding on Instagram. You're going to be feeding on junks all over the internet. You're going to be feeding on YouTube, things they give you on YouTube, Hulu, Netflix. You're just going to be feeding on so many rubbish. But you must learn as a believer to feed on God's word. And what do I mean feeding on God's word? Learn to study the word every day. Take the word of God more importantly. A lot of us take our job so seriously. We take our school so seriously. We take our, we take our businesses so seriously. And we neglect God's word. We neglect the place of God's word. Just imagine the way you put attention to your other aspect of your life. You give at least even a tithe of it to your Christian life. Imagine how much progress you would have made. Learn to feed on the word. Learn to feed on God's word constantly. Study the scriptures. Listen to messages. Plug it in daily. I know you are busy. You, some, of you are, some of you have so many busy schedules. Some of you are working two jobs. Some of you are doing a lot of things. Okay, fine. But create the time. You can't tell me you can't. You, you create time for things you love. If you love a show, you're going to create time for it. Some of us like soccer like me. Sometimes if it matches on Sunday like this, I'm just thinking, oh Lord, why? But I got to be here. I have a responsibility to be here. Sometimes Manchester United is playing and in my head, as I'm teaching you, I'm thinking in my head, have we won? Have we lost the game? You know? <laughs> but I got to be here. This is more important than Manchester United. I'm not collecting their money. They're not paying me. Are you getting what I'm saying? So learn to feed on God's word properly. Just imagine you come to church on Sunday morning and you ask, and they said, Where's Pastor? Say, Pastor did not come to church. Why? <laughs> He's watching a Manchester United game. Some of you go and say, Ah, uh-uh, Pastor is not feeling fine. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? So learn to feed on the word of God daily. Because the more you feed on God's word, is the more you make progress. I'm telling you the truth. The more you feed on God's word, you make progress. A lot of, some of you are going through life difficulties, challenges, because you don't feed on God's word. You don't spend time with the word. You know that simple thing they taught you when you were younger? Probably some of you that went to church when you were younger, because I know some of you didn't go to church when you were younger. But for some of you who went to church when you were younger, they taught you, read your Bible, pray every day. That simple devotion must never change. Feeding on God's word, praying every day. Sister Joy was exhorting us this morning and telling us that we must learn to feed on the word every day. She even told us, she said, if we pray yesterday, it doesn't mean we don't need prayer today. It's like your food. It is. It is like your food. So as believers, you must meditate on the word of God every day. If you stop feeding on the word of God, you start feeding on something else. You start filling up your mind with something else. So Jesus gave us his name say jesus Jesus. gave us his name name. so jesus gave us his name 
He gave us his name. The name of a man carries the personality or his office, right? It's just like the President of the United States. It doesn't have to be here. But if we say, if I tell you and I say, Joe Biden sent me, Joe Biden sent me to tell you um, this and that and that, that carries his office. Sometimes it doesn't have to go somewhere. It just has to send the seal, the seal of the President of the United States, and that's all. The name carries his office. It's the same way with the name of Jesus. So when I say in the name of Jesus, it carries an office. We've done, a, we've done a teaching on the authority in the name. You should lay your hands on that material. And I told you the name is not for cutting cake. It's a serious name. It's not for... We, we open this match in the name of the Father. I know the, no, no. You know, uh, but when we were younger, we used to see Nigerian football theme pray, praying before, praying before the, 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 the play match. And... They did not train, no. They did not train. And they will pray. You will see them, they will hold their hand. <laughs> Anytime they pray like that, they are about to lose. <laughs> <laughs> they will pray. You will see another team. They've been preparing and training and training and training. Nigeria Football Cup. They will not be coming to the training one week or two weeks before the match. Then when they get to the field, you see them between the name of the Father and Son of the Spirit. The name of the Father and Son of the Spirit. <laughs> They're about to lose. <laughs> you didn't, the name is not for things like that. It's not for that frivolity. Go and train and you'll win the match. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Go train. You know, somebody was giving... I don't like Sir Ronaldo. I don't like him. I, I, the fact that he's in my club right now, I just don't know. But I'm a more of a Messi person. I love Messi. Messi is the real good. You, you can argue with your own. I'm the one on this pulpit for now, so you can argue. You can argue on your. <laughs> Messi is the real good. I don't like Cyril. I don't, I don't like him. He's too proud for my liking. And he likes. He. I don't feel like he's hardworking. I just feel like I just feel like he waits for match. He just waits for opportunities to score, and he's always lucky. You know, there's some people that can just be lucky all their life. I feel like that's what he just does. He's just so lucky. But when you see Ronaldo, um, Messi, why will I say Ronaldo? When you see Messi, and the way he tackles play good like one shot, or just going around the field, you know it's a function of somebody who is who has trained. You see that? So imagine you—you you don't feed on God's word. You don't pray. Then you see a battle, you expect to overcome it. <laughs> the battle is going to eat you raw. <laughs> you know when they say devil chop your eye? <laughs> it's going to eat you raw. But imagine you are harmed. You know? Imagine you are harmed. I remember there was one match. I still watch that match almost every time because I just like it. There's a match between... Barcelona, when, when Messi was still in Barcelona and, and Real Madrid. Some of, some of you guys will remember one time when Messi off his shirt, when he played one last minute goal, he scored one last minute goal and showed that he was the real goal. I like that match. They broke even his teeth. He was using, he was using handkerchief to play and he now scored. Ah, ah, that's a function of somebody who was skillful. But Ronaldo in that match was just waiting for opportunity. He was just in the front to just score and go offside. Go. He did not even score. 
I mean, some people, some people listen to this and say, nah, pastor, stick to your ministry and not, I know, I know, I know, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like that guy for some reason. Anyway, so, but that is a function of somebody who trains enough. And that goes for the believer too. You must learn to do what? Feed on the word. Tell your neighbor, say, feed on the word. So, how often do you feed on the word? How often? Because if you don't feed on the word, feeding on the word, praying is like a training, it's like an exercise. It's like that's your spiritual exercise, keeping you fit. It's like food. Learn to feed on the word. I don't know, I'm just saying that. All right, so his name is his office. His name is his office, this is his personality. In Acts 3, look at Acts 3. Look at Acts 3. Look at Acts 3. We were there last week. Acts 3. It says in verse 1, And Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. Verse 2. And a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask arms of them that entered into the temple. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an arm. Verse 4, And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave it unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Verse 6, Then Peter said, Silver and gold I have none, but such as I have, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Rise up and walk. And he stood, and he took him in the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Now, listen to something. Jesus just walked upon the street of men a <coughs> couple of months ago, prior to this text. He, he was buried, he died, he was buried, and he rose again. Peter would not have used this name if he was dead. We don't use President Trump's name anymore for an authority in the United States, right? Because he is no longer the president, right? We use Joe Biden. And after the next four years, probably if he still does eight years, maybe, after the next four years, we're going to start using another president's name, right? For authority in the United States. Alright. Now. Because Jesus is alive. That is why Peter was bold to use this name. In the authority. So by saying in the name of Jesus. It's like saying in the authority of Jesus. In the office of Jesus. I command you to rise up and walk. So, the name of Jesus is the office of Jesus. Mark 16, verse 15. Mark 16, verse 15 to 20. Mark 16, verse 15 to 20. It says, And he said to them, Go ye into the world and preach the gospel to every creation. Let's, let's look at verse 17. And this sign shall follow them that believe. It says, In my name they shall do what? 
cast out devils. So, can we cast out devils in Jesus' name? Yes, sir. Would that mean his office? Yes, sir. Would that mean his authority? Yes, sir. Would that mean his person? Yes, sir. Would that mean he is still alive? Yes, sir. Are you getting it? So, in my name we shall cast out devils. So, why do we speak in tongues in service? Because he's still alive, right? Yes, and he has given us authority to speak in tongues. So, in the name, we can speak with tongues. In verse 18, it says, They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, they shall, it shall not off them. And that says, They shall do what? Lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So that means there is something within you as a believer that when you lay hands on the sick, the only action is that they recover. Are you getting what I'm saying? The only action or the only thing expected is for them to recover. So the name of Jesus is a current reality. Tell your neighbor, say the name of Jesus, name of Jesus is, a is a current reality. It's a current reality. His name is working because Jesus is alive. So he is not an ex-healer. He is a current healer. He's not an ex-president. He's not a it's a is for so even in the next two thousand years, if he still tarries, if he has not come, his name will still be working because he's alive. We don't pray in the name of Muhammad. Muhammad is dead. Dead, rotten, gone. <laughs> he's gone you know when they say somebody is gone he's gone <laughs> imagine you go, you go pray in the name of somebody who is dead he's dead I don't know why I'm still saying it but he's dead there is only one God hallelujah and our own God is alive. God. We are not serving a dead God. First Corinthians 12 verse 8, 28. So he's alive. And he's alive in the church today. First Corinthians 12 verse 28. He's alive in the church today. First Corinthians 12 verse 28. He's alive in the church today. It says, and God, First Corinthians 12 verse 28. Are you there? It says, and God has set some in the church... First apostles, secondly prophets, thirdly teachers, after the miracles, then gift of healings, help government and diversities of thought. So the gifts of healing belongs to the body of Christ. The gifts of healing belongs to the church. It is, the, it is a member of the body of Christ. So the gifts of healing is a ministry in the church. The gifts of healing is a ministry in the church. Look at in verse 9 of that same, of that same 1 Corinthians 12, verse 9. It says, it says, to another faith by the same spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same spirit. So the gifts of healing are in the church. The gifts of healing are in the church. So there is no gathering of believers that lack the... There is no gathering of believers that lack the gifts of healing. So, wherever, whenever believers gather, the gifts of healing is present there. Wherever believers gather, the gifts of healing is present there. The gifts of healing is present there. First Corinthians 14 verse 26, it says, How is it then, brethren, when you all come together, 
Every one of you had a psalm. First Corinthians 14, verse 26. Every one of you had. So when we are gathered together in his name, something is also present in his name. The gifts of healing is there. The gifts of healing are in the body of Christ. Because Jesus rose from the dead. Hallelujah. Jesus rose from the dead. So gift is the, is the Greek word charisma in the Greek. And it deals with an endowment. That is, it is already bestowed upon you. So as you are sitting and listening to my voice, the fact that you have believed the gospel, there is an endowment upon you that you can heal the sick. There is an endowment of healing in the church today. So the gifts of healing is an endowment in the body of Christ. So because charisma is the word endowment. And the endowment is in his name. So the name of Jesus is endowed to heal the sick. Somebody say the name of Jesus, name of Jesus is, endowed is endowed to heal the sick. So that shows when I see a sick man, because the name is already bestowed to do something, I can say, in the name of Jesus, you sickness, you disappear. And it has no option but to respond. And you can do it for yourself also. That's why I told you to feed on the word a lot. Imagine you wake up with a strong fever, a strong headache. You can just say, in the name of Jesus, you just put your hand on your head and just say, in the name of Jesus... You headache, I command you to get out and never return again. And I believe and I receive that I am healed. And you act on your healing. You act on your healing. You do something you've never done before. You act like the word of God is true. You just stand up from that place. It's not that when you pray the prayer, you not stand up. You not start shaking again. You not cover your blanket back and say, I've prayed, I've prayed. I've prayed, I've waited the prayer to you. You've prayed. You act on your healing. Because the name of Jesus is endowed to you, the sick. So the name of Jesus works. Let nobody deceive you. I've seen it work in my life. The name of Jesus works. I told you several years ago, I was, I was, I don't know, I was diagnosed and I went to the hospital. And I, I was in the sick bed the first time I saw people die in my very high. And I said, in the name of Jesus, sickness leave my body now. It's been years. Since then, I had to learn how to pray for the sick. I told you the first case I prayed for a menstrual pain in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In fact, I was even remembering that we've prayed. I was just sitting there at home. I was just remembering that prior to that menstrual pain, they've actually taken us in church because they used to take us then for outreaches. Like in the Sunday service like this, maybe one of these days we'll do it. Like in the Sunday service like this, instead of coming to church, we'll just, they'll just tell us, all right, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Gather your bags together and we are going for evangelism. Yeah? So they'll put us inside a car, take us to that side of your secondary school. They'll take us to that area and we'll start preaching. We'll just be going around, going around, going around. And we'll just be preaching. So we've, I found out that we've prayed for people then in the name of Jesus. And we see the sick healed as a young child. We see the sick healed. So that shows you listening to my voice right now, just know 
that that name is endowed. He already told us in Mark 16. How many of you believe the Bible? How many of you believe the Bible? How many of you believe? All right. He already told us in Mark 16. He says, in my name, they shall lay hands on the sick and they will do what? They will recover. Are you getting what I'm saying? You will recover because the name is endowed with healing. And the gifts of healing are in the name of Jesus. And they are in the believer today. The gifts of healing are in the believer today. So, what is endowed is the name. The name is endowed and the believer is endowed with the gifts of healing. Number one, the name is endowed. The, two, the, gifts, the believer too is endowed. So, we, so if somebody asks you, where can, I found, where can I find the gifts of healing? You say, I can find it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I told you the story of my mom. She was sick of a terminal condition and I, we don't know what it is. And I just said, very cheaply, in fact, I was lying down to say it. I just said, in the name of Jesus. And she got well. You know, I have ministered to people via WhatsApp that way. Sometimes I'm even eating. I, I don't know why I said that part. <laughs> Sometimes I'm even eating and somebody just texts me and just say, I'm going through this. And I say, in the name of Jesus, you are healed. And the person is telling me, the pain is gone right now. I said, that's all. That's all. In the name of Jesus. So if somebody asks you, where can you find the gifts of healing? Say, it's found in the name. I can use the name right now. That is why an unbeliever will pray in the name of Jesus and see results. Because the name works. Do you know that? Muslims pray in the name of Jesus and they see results. Atheists pray in the name of Jesus and they see results. Why? The name works. Jesus is alive. Is in the business of doing good. After verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing good and healing those that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Hallelujah. And the gifts of healing also is found in the believer. I recognize, I told you, you must learn to see people in, the, in who they are. Joy was teaching, Sister Joy was teaching us on honor this morning. She told us, she said, we must learn to see people who knew they are. She showed us Elijah's story. So I can find the gifts of healing working in a believer. And I just recognize it and I say, oh, I came to this. In the name of Jesus. I came to this. Lay hands on me. In the name of Jesus. I told you I started healing the sick much more. I was doubting. And the man just told me, he said, do you believe healing? I said, I, said, I don't think so. He said, come here. And he prayed, he ministered to me. So it is found in men. It's found in believers also. So the gifts of healing are found in believers. There's sometimes I just tell somebody, oh, you are sick, Abby. Go to that man. Ah, I know that man of oh God has it. Go there. <laughs> Go there. You will be healed. Because it is with the believer. Look at 2 Corinthians 12, verse 12. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 12. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 12. Are you learning something this morning? It says, Truly the signs of an apostle were wrought among you in all patience, in signs and wonders, and mighty deeds. So the signs of the apostles were wrought among you in all patience, in signs and wonders, and mighty deeds. So a man wrought the gifts of healing. 
Look at in Acts 9 verse 11. At 9 verse 11. It says, And the Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the street, and call straight, and inquire of somebody, call Saul of Tarsus, for he prayed. So you could find things in men. Men. So in number one, I can find it in the name, right? In two, I can find it in the believer. I can also find the gifts of healing in people who walk in it. People that walk in it strongly. Jesus' body was healing the sea. His clothes was healing the sea. You know that that man has it. That is why the woman with the issue of blood, the Mark 5, she, had, she just heard about Jesus. And she said, if I can both touch the hem of his garment. So that shows you can find it in men who wrote it. There's a man I know who wrote healing in this world. Pastor Chris Oyakilome. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. You're gonna, you see undeniable proofs. Are you getting what I'm saying? So there are men who wrote it. You just know, okay, this is that. So the woman with the issue of blood she heard about Jesus healing ministry. So just knowing about somebody can heal the sick. Just knowing about somebody can heal the sick. And some believers have the gifts of healing. I, I wouldn't want to say all believers. Some be, I, I, I want to mind my work carefully. I can tell you all believers. But some walk in it strongly. That's because they've learned to operate in it much more. Some people walk in it strongly. And you know, it will be so bad that after this four weeks teaching on healing, somebody asks you a question and you cannot answer. That means you're a bad student. Or somebody tells you, um, I'm sick and you're telling the person, sorry. Sorry for what? Tell the person, oh, you're sick? I've been waiting for the time to practicalize what I've been taught. <laughs> and do it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Do it. The gifts of healing are in men. They are in men. Some of you seated here, some of you have a strong healing anointing on you. You just don't know. And that's why I'm teaching, so that you can recognize it. Every believer has the gift of healing because the gifts of the Spirit works with every believer. So there is no a portion of, oh, some have tongues, another person have interpretation. No, that's not what that scripture is saying, no. Are you getting? We're going to study it next month. We're going to study the gifts of um, we're going to study the gifts of the spirit again, and we have a material on that already. You can listen to it. It's not oh some this no the gifts of healing is present in every believer, but some walk in this strongly than another, and that's because they just learn to act on God's word more more than you maybe. So the gifts of healing are amen. But you know, you can step, you can step further to do more. You know, you can. A, a friend of mine was teaching me how to grow hands. That is, if your hands are longer than the other, you can grow one out or grow legs. Some people's legs, and he taught me, and I, and, I, and I walked in it. He taught me, he said, you know, you can do this. I said, okay. And he did it for me, and I fell down that gospel, and I stood up, and I went to look for somebody to do it for. <laughs> you know? You can step out in faith. You can step out in faith. You can step out in faith. I heard a story of how maybe somebody's deaf ear can pop open. And I, 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 I wanted to see it happen strongly. I wanted to see it happen strongly. You, you can step out in faith. Some of you have stayed so low on just headache. 
Okay, the headache is gone, be just in Jesus' name, just headache, praying for just headache. No, how about cancer? Speaking to a cancer, say in the name of Jesus, you cancer, you die now. Was it not last year or two years ago? I was sharing you a story of somebody who died, who nearly died. I won't call it, you know, there's realms of death. <laughs> this person was almost gone. Almost gone. He, he went to swim and drowned. It took them a while before the lifeguard could, could, could save him. So they had to use that machine. What they call that iron machine. That's it. That. Infiliator. AED, okay. I, I, I just see it as iron in my head. Like, you press. <laughs> you press. <laughs> oh, okay. Whatever it is. So they used it on him. So we went to the hospital. The, the mother called us. We went to the hospital. Me and the pastor I was serving on that then. We went to the hospital. He was lifeless. Totally gone. The doctor was telling us a probability is either he comes out alive or he doesn't. We don't know. We are trying our best. I know when a doctor says that they are just trying to ease the situation. And we said, well, we'll pray. And we said, in the name of Jesus, you come out of this coma right now and your body will be made whole. The next day he was out. He was discharged. So we went to see him, I think maybe three days later to the house. And, you know, when we prayed, we did not expect a miracle. <laughs> you don't understand. We prayed and did not expect a miracle. We, go, we're like, <laughs> we now started telling him, when we finished praying, we said, don't worry, sorry, man. Don't worry, we trust God. But in our heart, deep down, we were not expecting a miracle. <laughs> but his name works. Hallelujah. And the guy is alive today. Glory to God. I remember the woman, the woman, the mother watched our youth conference 2020 and she was like, oh my God, this same man again praying for the sick? I know he has something. So it was another sister that now told me this story, what she said. So you must learn to step out further. Are you getting what I'm saying? Stop praying for holy headache. Uh, uh, you have fever. Mm, is your body now okay? No. How about somebody on the wish here? You know, there was a time we're doing healing outreaches, um, power outreaches when we were in Indiana. And we prayed for a man. I think it was one of you who prayed for a man who was on the wish here and he stood up. He started walking. <laughs> but because he wanted to make more money, he went back to the wish here. We said, well, can you walk? He said, I don't want to walk again. I want to go back. He said, why would you heal me? <laughs> that's the kind of world we live in right now. <laughs> he said, why would you heal me? The guy started walking properly, but he said, why would you heal me? He was angry that he walked. <laughs> so, you know, he didn't believe that they would, he didn't believe that it would work because probably maybe people have done it and they didn't see results, maybe. So, we prayed and we said, come up and walk. He said, uh-uh. Ah, ah. No, I'm back. <laughs> Praise God. So you can do that. You can heal the sea. So you can step out further. Tell your neighbor, say step out further. Step out further. Step out further. Deaf ears can pop open. Just speak to the ear and say, you deaf ear, you spirit of deafness, I command you to get out. And say, now you can hear in the name of Jesus. That's all. <laughs> That's all. You blind eye. I command you to pop open. 
and now you can see me. Hallelujah. Praise God. You can step out further. The gifts or healings have some dimensions. It has some dimensions. So it will, it, it will be unique. So some of you, I, I trust God that a lot of us are going to function in the uniqueness of the gifts of healing. Hallelujah. I, I, I trust God for you and everyone under the sound of my voice that there is a uniqueness and a freshness on you as touching the gifts of healing. You're not just going to be healing uh, random cases. You're going to be healing strange cases. Strange cases. You, you, because you're going to step out further and launch out deep into the power of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? So step out further. It, it's has some dimensions. I, I just told you a story. A friend of mine, he, he, told, he taught me, he said, you know you can grow people's hands. I said, oh, wow. He said, okay. I said, oh, wow. I said, yeah, I can do that. I can. I can. And we, we see this. You know, we, we, we can pray. I'm, I'm going to get into that also. I remember I prayed on an anchorship in 2015 on a guy. And I'm going to get into that in the course of my teaching today. But you can, you can also pray on mediums. It's not wrong. If somebody believes in that, you, you walk with, you, that, with their faith. You can pray on an anchor and say, in the name of Jesus, this anchor, you begin to walk power of God right now, take it to the sea. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can. So, and we are not familiar, and, and, and we will never get familiar with the gifts of healing. Hallelujah. We are word people. We are spirit people. Joy told us, Sister Joy told us this morning on honor. We're we're going to keep honoring the gifts of God all the time. Hallelujah. We're going to keep honoring the gifts of God all the time, and we're never going to get familiar. So healing is is an office in the church. Just the same way we have ushering department, technical department, shadow department, operations, people who sweep and clean, media, people who who handle our, our department messages, just the same way we have all of this, we also have department of healing. Yeah, we have some people who must be functioning. Oh, you want to get here? You go to those brothers. That was our brother. He's, she, he's going to get you here. Hallelujah. Yeah. And we're going to see more miracles. And, and you know, the times we are entering is a season of prayer and a season of mighty miracles. Hallelujah. Because when we pray much more, God's power is going to work worth more. So, be sensitive to the spirit of the season to see that it's a season of miracles. Hallelujah. And don't be scared. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm bold. I'm bold. Say, I'm bold. I'm bold. I am bold. I am bold. So don't be scared. You meet people in school, this and that, pray. Pray. I have a friend, then if she have a problem, if she have a problem, maybe she's not feeling okay, she just take my hand and just say, she just take my hand and just say, she just say, give me your hand, give me your hand, give me your hand. Put it on my, put it, put it here. She just put the hand like this on my, she carry my hand and put it like this on her body. I said, right now I know I'm healed because I believe that you're a man of God. And that was all. And then I say, I'll I, I just be looking at her like this. I'll just drop my hand like this. And she'll be like, and I'll just be like, that's, and she'll be like, that's all. She's like, it's gone. I'm like, oh, is that how it works? I said, me, I'm learning. <laughs> I said, that's how it works. 
And she did it consistently. She did it consistently. She, even, she did it so, I was like, ah, what are you doing? So maybe I want to teach like this. This was like a follow-up meeting. If I want to teach like this, oh, don't, don't, don't. I'm not feeling too fine. Give me your hand, give me your hand. You taught us on lane on offense now. You taught us lane. Say, give me your hand, give me your hand. So she put her hand and she and that was it. I was like, okay. Uh, and she get healed. I believe with you that you are healed. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the gifts of healing are available in the body of Christ. The gifts of healing are available in the body of Christ. Healing service is part of our meetings. It's part of our services. It's part of our meetings. So we don't always have to come to each other and say, Oh, healing is mine. I believe I receive. And before you are getting healed. No, in your follow-up meeting, you can be healed. In your fellowship meeting, all of you who teach people God's word, in that your one-on-one meeting, in that your two, 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 three, four people meeting, healing is happening there. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can minister to the you can minister to the sick there. You can also minister through texting in the name of Jesus. I've seen that happen countless. I can't even remember so many of the so many cases. Countless times. Someone just texts me out of the booth. Hey, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. So, so in the name of Jesus, it's gone. I said, check your body now. And that's all. So it's not doesn't necessarily have to be in a special meeting. It can always happen all the time. It can happen in your dormitory. It can happen in your office. It can happen at home. I told you about my mom. It happened in, in her room. I was lying down and sleeping in her bed. And she came to me and, there, and it happened, the healing happened there. Hallelujah. It can happen. Anywhere. We just told, I just told you a story of how it happened on the street. We went on the power outreach, just healing the sick. It happened on the street. Even here in Rochester, it happened, right? Some of you that went to Dream Mission is possible. We saw healings when we went for outreach. Somebody on crutches, right? Yeah, it happened. It can happen all the time. Are you getting one? So it doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, come to service. And my pastor will pray. No, you will pray. <laughs> you get to what I'm saying. You will pray. And you're going to see it work. I expect a good student to practicalize everything I've thought in the last four weeks. I expect you to practicalize it so that you will say, Pastor, you were wrong. Come to me and say, Pastor, you were wrong. I prayed. <laughs> but I know his name does not fail. Glory to God. I'm teaching you this confidently because I have seen it work all the time. All the, I, I, I'm trying to remember a lot of stories right now, but I'm, I, as I remember, I'm going to tell you, I've seen it work all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. I remember when, we crashed, when, when, when the church I was um, um, serving as an assistant pastor then, Many a times when we go to people's houses, we just say, in the name of Jesus, we just lay hands on them. Even when we went to greet them or they didn't come to church, just lay hands on them. And before we leave the house, all of them are already feeling better. Because the gifts of healings are working. And it works all the time. Are you getting what I'm saying? I remember somebody, I, I, I went for a meeting in 2019. Uh, the meeting is called All the Glory. I was preaching in somewhere in Nigeria. Um, in Ondo State then. And my friend followed me to the service. She was having um, urinary affection. Is it urinary infection? 
uh, uh, we had discharge, discharge on all of those things. Uh, I didn't know. I just so because because of my knowledge of science, I picked it through a word of knowledge, and I just said there is somebody here you are having issues with your. Uh, I said with something about your private parts, you're just seeing water. You're just because that's what I saw in the vision. I, I didn't know how to describe it, so I didn't know it was called urinary discharge. Now this person didn't tell me, and we came to the meeting together. So she came up, and I said, I took the mic off. I said, Are you trying to impress me? I said, I said you should have told me. At home, when I was dressing, of course, you came to pick me. You should have told me at home. He said, no, I have the problem. Pray. <laughs> he said, no, I have the problem. Pray. And I was, I was like, I first sang worship song. Because I was trying to imagine my friend going through the problem. Now, I did not, because she didn't even tell me. It was after she got healed, she told me it was urinary discharge. I didn't know. So I was just wondering, how will water be coming? What, what's water? Are you using pampas? What's going on? You know, I was just, the, a lot of things were just working in my head. So I said, I'll sound wash it on first. I said, just hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'll sound wash it Then I said, okay, in the name of Jesus, be healed. The next week, she went to the doctor to check for the case, and she couldn't find it. And it was gone. She had to text me and say, I, I think I left Nigeria already at that time. I think I was already back. She said, do you know that, that thing you prayed for me? Even my mother was wondering how it went. I had to tell my mother this and that. He, my mother was like, ha, ah, God is using that man. I said, he works all the time. All the time. Are you getting what I'm saying? All the time. I remember there was a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago who was going through the same condition. And she, text, she told me, another friend of mine, I said, uh, I remembered in 2019. I said, I told myself, I, said, I prayed for somebody with that condition in 2019. <laughs> I said, I told the person, I said, it's a small thing, go and sleep. I said, it's going it's to be gone. I think the next week or so, he said, it is actually gone. This was just a couple of weeks ago. And it's just here, just online, just texted. So you can function in that dimension. I don't know why I'm staying long on that, but you can function in that. Hallelujah. Say, so I can function in that. I can function. You know, you can step out in faith. You can also. You can. You can. You can step out in faith. You can step out in faith. Say, I step out in faith. I step out in faith. The gifts of healing functions much more. In my life, in my ministry. Yeah, it functions. It functions. And that's it. It functions much more. You step out in faith. Hallelujah. So expect the gift of healing to work always in your life. Always in your life and ministry. As you're ministering, as you're just teaching people God's word, then as because we are gathered in his name, his authority and his presence and his power is there to heal the sick. So it, in a normal church meeting, in your normal fellow meeting, in your dorm, in your work, in your, uh, it is working. Even when you are preaching the gospel, it is working. So, and how, and, and the best way to create the atmosphere for it, especially when you want to minister, and I'm teaching you as a minister of the gospel, maybe, maybe you have a church meeting or something, and you want people to receive healing, how do you create the atmosphere for it? You teach about it. 
Number one, you teach about it. You explain God's power readily available. You teach about it. You, you make sure you explain it very well. And two, we minister it. You don't just teach about it. You also minister it. You make it available. Are you getting what I'm saying? You minister it. You make it available. So learn to step out in faith. So And, and stepping out in faith means you are not feeling something in your body. You don't have to feel something in your body. Some of you wait for wait to feel a thingly sensation. You don't have to feel anything in your body. Are you getting what I'm saying? You just step out in faith. You don't have to. Many many of the times when I'm praying for the sick, I don't I don't I don't feel anything. Some of the times I don't feel anything and I pray and they get healed. Are you getting what I'm saying? You don't have to. You don't have to feel. You just step out in faith. Lay hands. If their faces are very weak, you can lay hands. If you know they are strong like believers, you can use your words. Are you getting what I'm saying? Lay hands on the sea. So you teach about it, then you make it available. Does that make sense? All right, let's run this up very quickly. Prayer of faith. So who prays the prayer of faith? Let's go to James 5, verse 13. Let's start to round up very quickly. James 5, verse 13. But did you get something tonight, this, yes, this morning? Joy, you know you can minister to the sick, right? You know you can step out in faith, right? You know he's walking in you. He's walking in you. He's walking in you. He's walking in you. Hallelujah. He's walking in you. He's walking in you. He's walking in you. Hallelujah. He's walking in you. 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 Come, he's walking in you. Come, he's walking in you. He's walking in you. Give me your hand. He's walking in you. He's walking in you. Yes, he's walking in you. 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 No, I come here. He's walking in you. He's walking in you. He's walking in you. So the gifts of healings. Is working in me. Is working in me. Is working in me. Is working in me. Is working in you strong. 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 Joy, come here. Is working in you strong. 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 Is working in you. Is working in you strong. Come, come here. Is working in you. Is working in you. Is working in you. Is working in you. Is working in you strong, 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 strong. Strange cases, tangibilities, proofs, tangibilities and proofs of God's spirit. Tangibilities and proof of God's spirit. Tangibilities and proof of God's spirit. Tangibilities, strong, strange cases, tangibilities. In the come, tangibilities. Is working in you strong. Is working in you strong. Is working in you strong. Is walking in you strong. Is walking in you strong. Is walking in you strong. In the name of Jesus. Strong. Strange cases. Strange cases. Strange cases. Strange cases. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Rise it come. Bro Godwin come. Pray, pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Healing strong anointing upon everyone in this service. Come. Just find your way around. Is walking in you strong, 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 
strong strong he's walking in you strong strong by the power of god strong strange cases come strange cases strange cases come come both of you come strange cases he's walking in you both of you come both of you come he's walking in you he's walking in you he's walking in you lift your voice praying the holy ghost he's walking in you he's walking in you he's walking in you he's walking in you fresh he's walking in you he's walking in you he's walking in you he's walking in you yes he's walking in you come he's walking in you he's walking in you he's walking in you you are healed he's walking in you praying the holy ghost praying the holy ghost praying the holy ghost he's walking in you he's walking in you he's walking in you strange healing ministers strong healing ministers strong healing minister you don't struggle to heal the sea 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 he's walking in you from today your body is stronger effective he's walking in you 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 hallelujah hallelujah say he's walking in me say it very loud okay say it loud and clear say it loud and clear hallelujah let's be seated praise god praise god he's walking in you Let's be seated. Praise God. Find a seat if you can. He's walking in you. He's walking in you. He's walking in you. He's walking in you. Healing anointing. Strong healing anointing. You don't struggle to you the sick. As a believer, you don't struggle to you the sick. I can't be teaching you and you can't be healing the sick. It's not possible. I teach you, you heal the sick. I teach you, you demonstrate God's power. Is working in you. From today, you begin to function in degrees and dimensions of God's anointing. Healing strong ministers are being raised in this meeting this morning. Is working strong in you. 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 You don't struggle to, to heal any sickness. You don't. Someone just got healed. Somebody just got healed. Who is the person? Somebody just got healed. You're the one? You just got healed? That's good. Yeah, you just got healed. You just got healed. That's how it works. It just works in within us here. Yeah. You just got healed. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me try and see if we can round this up this morning. See if we can round this up. Prayer of faith. So who prays the prayer of faith? Let's go to James 5. Let's see if we can round this up very quickly. I don't I don't want to postpone this. It's walking in you. It's walking in you. It's walking in you. Hallelujah. James 5 verse 13. James 5 verse 13. It says, If any is any among you afflicted, let him pray. Is any merry, let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? 
let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 15, and the prayer of faith shall save him, shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up, and if he had committed any sins, he shall be forgiven him. Now, sickness is an abnormality for a Christian. Sickness is an abnormality for a Christian. Look at eight verses on prayer. In verse 13, you see, is any among you let him pray? Verse 14, he says, let him pray. Let him pray over him. That's true. In 15, prayer of faith. Converse one, the effectual fire in prayer. Elijah, a man of subject, passion to prayer. Verse 18, he prayed again. Prayer. So prayer can change situations. Tell your neighbor, say, prayer can change situations. Prayer can change situations. And it has nothing to do with who is praying. Because if you see from verse 13 to 18, you will find that prayer was a constant. In verse 13, they were praying, 14 praying, 15 praying, 16 praying, 17 praying, 18 praying. So prayer changes circumstances. So he says, in verse 14, he says, Any among you seek, let him call for the elders, let them pray over him, anointing me with oil in the name of the Lord. Now, if the oil isn't present, will he be healed? Yes, sir. No, I'm asking a question. If the oil isn't there, will the person be healed? Yes, sir. Now, that's because Jesus spoke words and the sick were healed. So the prayer of faith saved the sick and used the sick. The prayer of faith saved the sick and used the sick. So the name is important. Just put your hands there and go to Mark 16, Mark 6, verse 12 to 13. Put your hands there and go to Mark 6, verse 12 to 13. Trying to see how to finish this because so that you you you, you can also learn how to pray for a sick. That's what I'm trying to explain right now. I'm trying to teach you a prayer of faith, how to how to agree with somebody. Look at in verse Mark 6, verse 12 to 13. It says, And the went out and preached that men should repent. In verse 13, and they cast out many devils and anointed him and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. He used that word oil there again. But the most important thing is the God healed. Abby. <laughs> the most important thing is the God healed. So the prayer of faith can be prayed without any element. Some people, I remember when I was younger, some preachers would tell us, bring water. Bring water. So we'll pray on the water, you go give it to them and they'll be healed. As far as they are healed. But could they have in that service, you know some of them take the, bring the water to church, but they don't get healed till they drink the water when they get home. <laughs> but you could have actually been healed by the prayer being prayed in the service. But because that's their faith. So if somebody believes that, if somebody, I remember there was one time, uh, was it last year or two years or three years ago, I, I, I wanted to go pray for somebody and the person believes in Hoy. I took the bottle of oil. I don't preach about anointing. Or I don't believe in anointing. Or you know me already. I don't do all those poor oil or something. I don't. I believe oil is for cooking. I don't have to do that. When I can lay hands on the sick, he did not say I should use my oil to, to pray. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, water is for drinking also. <laughs> and kashif is for rubbing my sweat. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll talk about that later. All right, so I took the oil I, I, and I went to sprinkle it. I said, That's what you believe in. in the name of Jesus. Ah, in the name. I was speaking this out. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> I was speaking to you. I said, You want me to pray on that place too? In the name of Jesus. <laughs> but the person was happy. That's what the person believed in. 
So if somebody believes that you can pray on an handkerchief to be healed, pray on it. Don't say, don't start doing Greek word. I said, no, pastor said, I don't be, no, I did not teach you that one. This is healing. It's a serious business. They touched the cloth of Jesus and it was healed. Are you getting what I'm saying? Healing is a serious business. So if somebody believes that you can pray on water, pray for, pray, agree with the person with the water. I will pray on anything to get anybody healed. My pastor told her, he said he prayed on a barrel because somebody didn't see any medium. He said, give me the barrel. He prayed on the barrel and he went and the person took the barrel to, the, to somebody who was sick. And the person got healed. The person just, the barrel just touched the person. I mean the pen now. Just touched the person and the person got healed. So people will receive at the level of their faith. So heal the sick. Pray the prayer of faith. Are you getting what I'm saying? So as you are healing the sick, people will receive at their level. There will be people who, who don't necessarily know God's word like you do, but come to their level. Are you getting what I'm saying? But heal the sick. Be more concerned about healing the sick. In Mark 11, verse 22 to 23, Mark 11, verse 22 to 23, I will pray, about any, I will pray on anything to get anybody healed. Anything. Mark 11, verse 22 to 23. Mark 11, let's go to Mark 11, verse 22 to 23. Jesus was teaching the principle of faith here. He says in verse 22, and Jesus answering them, says, Have faith in God, verse 23, he says, The verily I say unto you, that whatsoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but thou shalt believe in those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So Jesus was teaching the principle of faith, and the key thing is to say with your mouth. So you say with your mouth. You say with your mouth. So when you speak God's word in the name of Jesus, you are saying with your mouth. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are saying with your mouth. That is why in verse 24, it says, Therefore, therefore we mean based on this, I say to you, whatsoever thing we desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. Pray means to say because you pray with your mouth. So the prayer of faith is based on you believe you have received and you shall have. So I can pray a prayer of faith with you and say, I believe I receive. I believe you receive a good job and you have the good job. Is anybody wanting a good job here? I pray with you. Is anybody trusting for a good job? I pray with the prayer of faith with you because, of, because you came to this service. And I believe God with you that you have a good job and you receive it right now. Amen. So you just receive it now. That's the prayer of faith. You just receive it now. I'm sure you've sent some applications to certain places, right? You just receive it now. And you're going to see the result as time goes on. You're going to tell me. That's the prayer of faith. You believe, you receive, and you shall have. So in the prayer of faith, I believe I receive, and I shall have. Hallelujah. Say, I believe I receive, I believe and, I receive. I and I shall have. So that's it. So many a times you can ask people, what do you believe? Do you believe? What do you believe? Okay, even before you pray for somebody, before saying in the name of Jesus, calm down. Ask the person, what do, you, do you believe you're going to stand up? Say, yeah, I'm going to stand up. All right, I believe with you and I receive that you're going to stand up right now. So stand up. So sometimes you have to ask them questions because you have to know what they believe in. Some people don't believe in miracles. Are you getting what I'm saying? Some people don't believe in miracles. Sometimes, some, some of those people who don't believe in miracles, sometimes you might have to sit down there and teach them. 
okay, this is how God works. This is how the power of God works. You explain it to them, say, okay, do you not believe it? All right. I believe with you right now. In the name of Jesus, you stand up and walk. Does it make sense? Yes. All right. You pray the prayer of faith. That's why James 1 makes us to understand. Look at James 1, verse 5. One, just 1, verse 5 to 7. Am I boring you? All right. James 1, verse 4. This 1, verse 5 to 7. I will let you go very quickly. Very soon. This 1, verse 5 to 7. It says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally, and upbraided not, and it shall be given him. He says, Let him do what? Ask in faith, not wavering. For either waver is a wave of a sea driven to the wind and his toes. He said, Let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. So James described God as a giving God who gives to all men liberally and upbraided not. And that word upbraided means to not to find fault. So God does not find fault or find a reason not to give. So God, so stop thinking the reason you didn't get that thing is because you did something bad. No! That's a sin conscious mentality. Stop thinking the reason the, you pray for the person and the person didn't stand up is because of the bad thing you did yesterday. No! That's a sin conscious mentality. God doesn't find any fault. He is always ready to give. Are you getting what I'm saying? He is always ready to give. He gives his healing always. He says, let him act in faith, nothing wavering. In verse 7, he says, let not that man think he shall receive anything of the law. Observe that he did not say that, let not that man think God shall give him hells. That would be contradictory to his previous description of God. So the issue is receiving, is the receiving. The issue is you receiving and not God giving. God is willing to give. Are you getting what I'm saying? He is ever ready to give. When you stand in front of a sick person, when you stand in front of a challenge, have a mindset now. Have that mindset now that God is willing to heal this person. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? I don't know if you see that now. God is ever willing. So, who, what is the problem now? The receiving. Are you seeing that? So, why? what is standing between you and the gap with the person that is you are about to minister to is the receiving because God wants that person healed. God wants you to be have that job. So, what is standing in that gap is you receiving. Are you seeing that? Is you receiving? God is ready to give. This is why I tell you, feed on God's word. Imagine you don't, you just hear what I said now today. You don't you don't go back to it to listen again. You're gonna forget you stand with the sick and you start thinking. Maybe God, it maybe it's the will of God for you to just die. <laughs> No, it can't be the will of God for any man to die. He wants us to have everlasting life. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is God's will that you have that job. It is God's will that you, as far as it, as far as it, as, uh, it is God's will for you to have it. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is God's will. It's God's will for your business to blossom. It's God's will for everything you touch to grow. It's God's will. God is not a bad God. So, is the receiving. The issue is the receiving and not God giving. So, the prayer of faith is receive, is therefore to receive in prayer. So, you pray the prayer of faith to receive what you ask God for. And you shall have it. You can say, on this date, September 20, what's today's date now? September 25, 
Because this is September 25. Pastor prayed. And I believe I received that job. You don't go back home and start saying, ah, oh no, oh no, ah, uh, I don't know. You say no. Somebody asks you, you say, I believe I receive that job. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, I believe I receive it. So the prayer of faith, you will do the receiving. You do the receiving. So before praying the prayer of faith with people, ensure they are in faith. You ask them questions. You have to do the believing and the receiving. Ensure they are in faith with you. So it's just like last week we ministered, I think last week or two weeks ago, we ministered to your family members. And that's because you believe. If you don't believe, I won't be able to minister to your family members. We stand in faith with you. And I say, those who are sick with your family, in your family are healed. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? That's it. I stand in faith again with you. Every one of you under the sound of my voice. You have a family member who is sick. At, my, at the mention of the name of Jesus, they are healed. In the name of Jesus. They are healed. They are healed right now. And that's because we are all in faith. So endeavor to know what the person is believing. So when you are in an healing line sometimes, you need to ask questions. Oh, what do you believe? Oh. So the man or woman will be the one to receive. So that person you are praying for will be the one to receive. You Sometimes you might have to explain are you getting what I'm saying? Matthew says, see, I will pray for you. God is willing to heal you. You can tell the person, see, I will pray for you. God is willing to heal you. But are you ready to receive? Are you getting what I'm saying? That's what stands in God. So, praying for the sick is when it involves one or two individuals. In the prayer of faith, you need to do the receiving. So we need to tell the recipients that they have a part to play. Are you getting what I'm saying? Sometimes we need to tell the recipient, hey guy, you have a part to play. Maybe somebody is telling you, um, I just have that contract, I'm trusting God for that business project. And the person is just complaining to you, just say, all right, what do you believe for? I believe with you in the name of Jesus that you have the contract. You can just probably, you know, maybe somebody's going to an interview and this and that and that. You say, oh, what do you believe for? What do you believe for? I believe I have the job. Okay, all right. I stand on faith with you. I believe God for you. Right now, this very minute, September 25, you have that job. Are you getting one of them? You say, you have that job. And that job is yours now. You have favor with man. People, your, 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 your job application is pushed forward now. It's pushed forward to the right applicant, right, right person who will check it. And that person, you find favor with him. You find favor with him or her. Whatever hardness is in that person's heart, it's become soft right now. In the name of Jesus, I believe God with you. I believe God with you. I stand on faith with you. This very minute, September 25, you have the job. Say, I have the job. Have You're not saying like me. Say, I have the job. You have the job. How many of you believe that? That's how you, that's, that's working in faith. Those of you with your business, I believe God with you. September 25, this very minute, your business blossoms. 
You have the right customers that makes you the right money. In the name of Jesus, I stand on faith with you and I see your business blows up. So when, do you, when you get back home, you said September 25, I believe and I receive. I like to put the date there so that sometimes you remind yourself. Sometimes when I'm praying, I thought, God, I said, no. April 4, my pastor laid hands on me. And I believe and I received the words that were spoken to me. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's how to, that's how to work in faith. So when you see challenges, when you see situations, maybe, maybe you, you go to, you get home, you check your mail, and it doesn't look like, you just see, unfortunately, you know when they say, unfortunately, we have moved on to the next candidate. You won't give up. You say, I believe and I receive. I was prayed for. And I have the job. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is how to be a Christian. That is how to receive. That's how to receive. So you have a part to play. You need to talk to the person sometimes that you're praying with that I believe and I receive. Hallelujah. Say, I believe and I receive. So one of the greatest hindrances to... This is sin consciousness. A lot of us have sin consciousness. We feel, oh, we did something right this morning. Some of you probably lied this morning. You're not thinking, oh, God is trying to punish you for your lying. No. God is not trying to do that. No. Don't have a sin conscious mentality. I told you just now, I said he doesn't find fault. Tell your neighbor, say, God doesn't find fault. He doesn't find fault. He is willing to give you regardless. That's why Muslims, we pray, and they will see results. They'll pray to the, in the name of Jesus, or they'll just pray to God and say, Lord, do this business I'm going, and they'll get the contract. And you as a Christian, you're still thinking, Lord, may I. Lord, may I. Permit your servant, if I could. <laughs> Lord, may I. You're still saying, Father, any sin that I've seen, sin of omission, commission, uh, correction, forgive them, sin in my knowing, sin in my thoughts, sin in my dream. Oh, brethren, when another person has received already, you get to don't have a sin conscious mentality. Don't have it. We make errors here and there, but the prayer of faith begins with words. Are you getting what I'm saying? Tell your neighbor, say the prayer of faith, prayer of faith begins with words and ends with words. So learn to speak the right thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Learn to speak the right thing. 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 The prayer of faith heals the sick. And you can pray the prayer of faith. Tell me, I can pray the prayer of faith. I pray the prayer of faith. Look at Mark 11.24 as a round off now. Finally now. Mark 11.24. It says, Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye Receive them and what? Believe that you do what? No, let's read it together. Therefore, I say unto you, want to ready go. Whatsoever things you desire, pray, believe that you receive them. And what should happen? So, have we prayed this morning? Do you have them? Yes, sir. Have we prayed this morning? Yes, sir. Do you have them? Yes, sir. Alright. Believe you have them. So, remember I said the prayer of faith ends with what? Words. It begins with words and all. Alright, so let's do some speaking this morning.
Let's be on our feet. Let's do some speaking. You say, I believe September 25. Let's we'll call out with the date. I say, I have this. Are you getting what I'm saying? I believe I receive and I have this. So I don't know whatever it is with you you want to pray about. But you say, I believe I receive and I have this. Let's do that. Let's do that very quickly. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. I believe. I stand in faith with you. Whatever you are asking God for right now, I stand in faith with you. And I believe I receive them for you right now. In the name of Jesus. Some of you can just say, I believe I receive. You know, you can pray as touching your papers also. Your papers, you can say, I believe I receive. September 25, that my papers are received. My immigration status is settled in America. You can say that. You can say that. You can say that. I believe and I receive. I am never going to struggle to get a job. I believe and I receive. My healing. I stand on faith with you on that. Hallelujah. All right. I stand on faith with you. Whatever things you've asked God for this morning, I believe and I receive them for you in the name of Jesus. It is done. And it is done. Hallelujah. Let's lift your hands and let's worship the name of the Lord this morning. Worship him and bless him.